Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hi, everybody. We are Matt and Kevin, and welcome to Season 2 of the Believe in Overwatch League podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Please like, rate, and subscribe to us on all your favorite podcast platforms. You can also find us on social media at Believe in OWL and Believe.com. This week, we chat with our friends from the International Overwatch League. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to this week of the Believe in Overwatch League podcast. It is week 40. Oh, my God. that uh, Week 40 of season two. That's almost been a year. Um, today is 11-11, also the ninth anniversary of Skyrim coming out. Um, that was a trip down memory lane. If you've played Skyrim, I was actually talking to a friend about playing Skyrim last night. So uh, very apropos. Um, this week is a little bit different than what we normally do on the podcast. Um, there's not much news-wise this week, um, aside from, for some reason, Forbes decided, like the, the Forbes magazine decided they needed to run an article that uh, season 25 of Competitive is out for Overwatch. I, I don't know why we needed that. Um, and some rumblings that the LA Valiant are possibly being sold by the um, Immortal Gaming Club because they're moving away from city-based gaming. Um, but this week we have some guests from the International Overwatch League, um, the league that I play with with the Zomnics. Um, you remember Sayu, and we also have Dee's this week. So, uh, if you guys want to introduce yourselves, ladies you first. Go first. Nope, okay. ladies first. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, um, I'm Sayu. I was on the uh, podcast before. You guys probably remember me as the uh, awkward leader of the Overwatch League. <laughs> Um, I don't really know what, what really to say about myself. Uh, I'd like to think that I'm pretty cool. Um, I, uh, booty shorts, Torb main. Um, but I like my little family in the Overwatch League. And, uh, that's, that's pretty much it. That's pretty, I'm a pretty weird person. That's all. What's a fun fact about yourself besides being a booty shorts, Torb main, which I mean, that's probably <laughs> going to be the title of this episode. Booty shorts, Torb main. I thought it was steak cake. We'll, we'll um, talk about the steak cake again because we talked about that before we were recording. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Um, fun fact about me. Um, I just started a photography business. So that's a fun fact about, about me that, that I'm doing right now. So that'll be my fun fact. I think last time I said I was a competitive pianist, so I don't want to give that same one again. <laughs> what kind of photography? Um, I mean, it's just like uh, family photography, ah, okay. uh, stuff like that, because I uh, like around here, I, um, I don't charge a lot of money for it. I actually went to college for it. Um, and I think that like um, studios charge way too much for photos for people. And mm-hmm. I, you know, like low income families deserve to have pictures of their families too. Yeah. So I, you know, I might charge like 50 to a hundred dollars to take pictures for families. No, that's not bad And I at give all. them like, I give them like, you know, 10 edited photos and, you know, everybody seems to afford that. And if they can't afford it, then I work with them because, you know, it sucks not being able to afford the three to $500 to go to JCPenney's to 
be able to have pictures for your family. Yeah, that's really cool. I remember I remember going to the JC Penny stuff and that was expensive as all hell. Um Yeah. Dees, what about you? Who are you? Where are you from? Fun facts about yourself and are you also a booty shorts tour main? <laughs> um I'm Dees. Uh, I'm one of the co-owners of the International Overwatch League. Um I'm actually an Ana main and I also manage one of the tier 3 PC teams named Omega. Um, couple facts about myself. Uh, I like to skateboard in my spare time, and I just recently got promoted to from kitchen manager to a hourly manager at a my restaurant job that I have been working for five years. Yay! <laughs> Congratulations on that. Um, thank you, thank you. So how did you become part of the league? How did I, I remember we talked with Saya before about how she started, but how did you become involved in co-owner? So pretty much around the time when the league first started, um, I was a part of like a, like a Facebook group or whatever. And I remember Sayu like reached out and was like, hey, we're starting this league. We're built on being non-toxic and all this stuff. And like, that was the problems I was running into is like all the leagues were like, like, it's cool to be competitive and try hard and all that, but like, you don't have to be toxic, especially to your own teammates. You know what I mean? And then like all of that. So when I saw that I joined and um, I had already done like previous coaching experiences mm-hmm. and all that. So um, right away I was like, Hey, look, like, I'm down to be like a coach and um, ended up making one of the first few teams and, um, you know, was doing a lot of coaching. I was just very active and, you know, throughout the year plus that we've been around, uh, just kind of climbed up through the ranks, you know, me and uh, Sayu have been really good friends and yeah. Do you guys pay attention to the, uh, the main Overwatch League at all, like the actual professional league? Uh, I did at first, but I haven't in a while. A few of my teammates um, do. Um, one of them actually uh, would talk to, I think it was Philly Fusion, like one of their staffers or something. I don't know. He he, he has connections. That's all I got to say. So he's always in the loop, but I haven't really followed it since uh, the first season, really. Did you take any ideas from the, the the professional league when you were coming into this league or was it just that's completely separate um uh, i wouldn't say i took like ideas from the overwatch league at all or anything like that um i think a lot of it was just like looking at general how leagues play like um you know, I've been in pool and dart leagues, you know, I've been, you know, I've watched football and all that. So like, I've seen how all these different leagues play out. I've always been a fan of just competitive games. So like for my ideas, personally, I just kind of look at the overall, like league sense of everything and just like, okay, well, this is how so-and-so would run this. Uh, Maybe we can implement like a snippet of that mixed with, how the NFL runs or, you know, just stuff like that. I just try and look at as many variables as I can and see what works and what doesn't and what would work for us and what wouldn't. Cool. Um, 
So going back to what Zaya said about the steak cake. So just so that no, everyone's not <laughs> confused about steak cake or why it was supposed to, supposed to be or is going to be the uh, the title for the episode. Please explain steak cake. Okay. So um, I'm about to turn 30 next year to, you know, it's happening whether I like it or not. But <laughs> I saw this thing on Facebook and this uh, this I'm doing hand signals at my phone while I'm talking to it, which is kind of weird. But this is how passionate I am about this steak cake. This little boy got this cake made of filet mignon for his birthday, and this frosting was mashed potatoes. That is so cool. Oh my so god! That's so, I'm having so good. A, I'm having a funeral for my 20s because that's the only acceptable way for my 20s to go out, <laughs> and I want a steak cake. So that's why the episode should be called Steak Cake. <laughs> now, would the drizzle be gravy or barbecue sauce? I have never put barbecue sauce on a steak. Really? You so never? I, you should yeah. try it. Uh, okay, I'll and try teriyaki. it. And teriyaki. Teriyaki is really what good is on happening? steak. I've never done teriyaki on steak. I've it's done barbecue so sauce. so good. So good. There's a, uh, there's a place out where I live. It's called Stonefire. And they have they do brisket and barbecue sauce and oh my god, it's just oh I'm getting hungry just thinking about it. It's so good. So like, well I you, usually I mean I usually get like like filet mignon with like like a mush mushrooms like it's like an a like an a one mm-hmm. steak sauce mushrooms and and that I have never tried these exotic sauces that you're talking about, but I guess I'll Wait, try them. How, how does barbecue sauce qualify as exotic? <laughs> I mean, it just seems like something, something a little weird, but I'll do it. <laughs> uh, there's also a good sauce. There's like, um, it's kind of like a chipotle mayo, but it's a uh, ancho sauce and they mix it with barbecue sauce. And it's, uh, it's really good. It's like a, sweet spicy barbecue i don't know how to describe it it's, it's really good that sounds okay Do you say ancho sauce like anchovy sauce ancho chilies it, is, i don't even know what it's, that it's, is it's, it's, I'm from like Ohio. A chi- <laughs> it's a chipotle mayo pretty much essentially yeah, yeah. okay ancho is a kind of chili i've never had it because i don't i'm not really too good on spicy food like until very recently hot cheetos were spicy for me yeah, I feel that. <laughs> if anyone's ever about to judge me for the rock I live under, just know I live. I'm from Ohio. Just think about that. <laughs> Describe Ohio for people, because like, I think America we have our our idea of what Ohio is. Um, think of it and describe it exactly how you think. Like, cause, cause like there's, there's also like people who <laughs> listen to who are like international, who've like who have no idea what Ohio is, or like like what our perception of Ohio is. So like describe where you're from, where you guys are from. I don't know. Where are you okay. from, Dee? I'm from Michigan, which is right above Okay, uh, so Ohio. I hear your guys' descriptions of your states because everyone knows what California is like, but like Michigan and Ohio okay. are not too often talked about. I am, okay. All right, so I'm, I'm not going to describe my city in a great light, but all right, so <laughs> Ohio, there are main cities. There's Cleveland, Columbus, Toledo, Cincinnati. That is civilization. Those are cities. The rest of Ohio is corn. <laughs> My city, I I live in a little Italian town that I grew up in and I bought a house here and you know that's pretty much it. I'm surrounded by not great towns. The town over from me 
The nickname is Murder Town USA. It oh, is dear. known for its uh, high crime rate. Um, so basically, um, cities, corn, and murder is Ohio. <laughs> that's, cities, that's corn, only- and murder. That should be like a bumper sticker. Is that the new title of the video? Of the call? <laughs> There's a lot Cities. of titles coming out There's from you. Blue shorts, <laughs> main steak, cake, cities, corn, and murder. This is just like rife with title ideas. I'm going to have a hard time deciding. I think we just need days? to make a movie. What's what's Michigan like? So for starters, um, we have a huge rivalry with Ohio in sports and just overall. So... Just throwing that one out there. But (laughs) um, Michigan is kind of unique because, one, we have all the Great Lakes touching us. Um, Well, not all of them, but um, just about. Uh, We're two peninsulas. There's one that looks like your uh, right hand that you can literally use as, like, a map. Like, I've literally given people directions using my right hand, pointing and clicking on it. And then... um, you know, we also have the Upper Peninsula. So, like, the bottom, like, right half of Michigan is, like, there's Detroit, there's Ann Arbor, and all that stuff. So, um, it's pretty, like, more city, metro area, you know, big casinos. Um, you know, a lot. Detroit has this bad rap of, like it being a very bad area and like there is some areas that are bad in Detroit but I mean overall the town of Detroit is beautiful and then uh but yeah once you get like more like north in Michigan it just becomes like forest and corn as well um (laughs) the corn is more on the southern half and then the more northern becomes like forest and like really like beautiful nature and um Yeah, I mean, if you talk to me a lot, I'll talk crap about Michigan because I've lived here my entire life, but it's definitely like a really beautiful and nice state. So the commonality between both of you is corn. Yes, yes. Midwest is built on farming and corn is like one of the main things the Midwest can farm. Except Wisconsin, they got cheese. Oh yeah, Wisconsin's (laughs) got cheese. They're the outlier. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> but the corn goes into Wisconsin to feed those cows who make the cheese. exactly corn. exactly There's corn. Corn, corn is the root of everything. All right, we could also title this episode "Corn." <laughs> okay, so moving on to like actual Overwatchy kind of things, um, Saya, you kind of talked about it last time we you were on here. But how did you guys get into Overwatch in the beginning? Um. <laughs> Well, I mean, in the beginning, I, I personally, I was on an all women's competitive team. Um, I honestly, I just picked up the game because I thought it was, I thought it was cool and I wanted to get into a a competitive online game. Um, Then I got into the all women's team um, and I wanted to start a, you know, a league that was for everybody. Um, and I talked about it a little bit in the last, you know, the last one, but I wanted to have a, a league that everybody could play in, um, men and women, non-toxic, everybody could have a good time, be friends, you know, hopefully we can all have a meetup one day, you know, that's my goals. That's what drives me and what, why I started it and why I keep going. We hit a year 
September 24th. So we're, you know, we're still going strong. We just, we're about to hit 1700 people. Oh, wow. That's a lot. Yeah. I don't remember where we were at last time. We might've been at maybe 1200 last time I, we, I talked to you guys. Congrats on the year, Mark. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. What about you, Dees? How did you get started in Overwatch? So originally, um, when Overwatch was coming out, I was playing like League of Legends a lot. And uh, I also played Call of Duty um, heavily. And then I was just playing League with my friends. And then Overwatch came out and I was actually under the impression it was a first person shooter MOBA, just like League. And I also was under the impression it had a story mode. And so when I first got the game for my PS4, it was the first game I got for it. Um, I was actually really disappointed. I was like, this is only multiplayer. I paid $60 for this. And then um, then I actually learned like um, how to kind of play the game. You know, it, it was kind of like somewhat under the basis of League. Like you can't just go gung-ho and dive in and all that and I started like meeting people and I was like okay this game's actually something and then I mean it's been out for what like four almost five years now and it's still running strong so yeah I'm glad I kind of stuck it out and swapped off Genji <laughs> when I first when I first started I I played the beta and I played Widow because I got the really cool Widow skin for the beta. I remember. My first pick was Genji. And if I stayed on Genji, I probably would not have had fun playing Overwatch. Because I was, <laughs> was too bad. It's interesting because a lot of people that I've talked to over the years, just who play this game that I know, their first pick was Genji. See, my uh, what I was originally like my thought process i was going straight down the line of heroes and i'm pretty sure genji was the very first hero slot at the time because that's when it was attack defense uh -huh. tank support and um so yeah i'm pretty sure genji was the very first pick at the time and i that's probably why a lot of people picked it i think my first pick was i want to say diva i think I think my, Ooh, yeah, I think a, my first pick was D.Va. That's a good one. And then I mained her for a little bit. Then I started playing Farah, And then I stopped maining Farah when I started doing tank again. Um, <laughs> so what is it like for you guys hitting that one-year mark? How does it feel? It feels really good, personally. Like, I'm just really proud of all the progress we've made, how far we've come. Um, and, like... We're also always like brainstorming more ideas to keep the league fresh and keep it moving forward instead of, you know, just going back or, you know, something like that. Mm -hmm. We, um, like we just started a, um, like a movie, a movie night channel and we have, we put somebody in charge of it. Um, so there's polls going on right now on, you know, scheduling movie nights, what they want to watch. So everybody can have like watch parties and stuff like that. Um, it seems like really popular. Um, I don't know. Hitting the year mark was kind of surreal because, <laughs> you know, you don't, you don't expect something to, to blow up that much. Right, right. You know, I mean, obviously I wanted, I wanted it to, to get that far, but you know, we get compliments all the time on, you know, how our league runs and, 
how efficient it is. And, you know, you always get some of those people that like aren't happy with how some of the rules are applied because we want to be consistent with everything. Um, but we just want to have a fair place to play. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, I think we have a, a really great community and we want to keep growing. What did it take for you guys to build up to the point where you are now where like it's become more than just a league? It's become, like you said, it's a community where you've got like movie nights and things and other channels going on. Um, well, I mean, I think honestly, it's we everybody talks every day. You know, I mean, we have some like fun bots, but, you know, you see you see people in our, our gen chat talking every day, asking each other how their days are you know, everybody just talks to each other and checks in on each other and people have become friends. You know, we still have some of our original teams from, from when we first started the league, they're still here. People are still here. They're still talking, you know, and some of them have, you know, are participating in other leagues also, and they want to go pro one day. And that's amazing. You know, that's what I want. You know, you don't have to just just stay in our league. I want you to grow. I want you to get better. And if you want to, you know, do the actual Overwatch League one day, then that's awesome. And I want to help you get there. But I think that's why I think that's why our community is so strong. Um, But I also think it's because, like, you know, our admins and our management team and our mods, everybody's so down to earth and friendly. You know, we're not unreachable. Now, when you were building this thing from the beginning, did you anticipate that it would become the community that it was that that you have today, like with, with like friendships and movie signings, or did you did you anticipate it when you were first making it, just kind of being focused on that that competitive aspect? Um, I always wanted it to be how it is right now. Um, I mean, obviously, you know. I think everybody, I think people can compete and be a community and that's exactly how I wanted it to be. So that was my intention from the beginning. So I, you know, I kind of think that's why, maybe why it turned out that way, because from the beginning, that's, that's how we've been molding things. You know what I mean? We've made decisions to make sure that people felt comfortable here and not that it was just like a a strictly like, Mm. all right, you guys need to be competitive. We're not going to foster any kind of community here. So you mentioned earlier that you're always thinking about new ways to um, to improve the league, to move forward, to ensure that you guys are making progress and not moving backwards. What are some kind of things that um, you've implemented over this year already and things that you're looking at implementing in the future? Um, so we kind of, like Say was saying, we added like the movie uh, watch party thing. Um we just been overall making sure that no matter what, we're still like giving back to our community, like talking to them and getting their input and seeing what they want. Um, some of the things we've kind of added is we've, uh, God, I'm blanking, sorry. Uh, we've, you know, changed up like our um, tier system. So originally it was kind of just based on like what tier you were in, like, um, plaid or gold it didn't matter what your sr was and it was kind of you know we we kind of cleaned it up and then turned it into the tier system that we have now which is um like sr averages so we take the entire team's average sr average it out and that determines like your tier 
And then your personal SR determines what kind of tier free agent you are. So those are some of the things that we've kind of implemented. But um, like often a lot of us, like just in our spare time are just always like just spitballing ideas. You know, like I find myself at work um, often just thinking while I'm working, oh, that's a great idea. Once I get a break, I'm going to tell everybody this great idea. You know, um, we're always just thinking of new things. And yeah, I hope I explained that good enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, how do you feel that the league has changed overall in this year? Like, how do you feel about the progress that it's made? What are some like... Um, specific points where you, you felt like something like the league may had a shift into a new direction. Um, hmm. I think just uh, the changeover from season one to season two was just a, a big move into a different direction. Like, you know, our first season for um, like console, we kind of, we had an idea of what we we're doing, but we really didn't. No, you know what I mean? And yeah. then we're able to kind of like take the input that everyone gave us, the good and the bad, and not just like look at the bad as, oh, these guys are being mean, but actually like analyze it. Like, okay, could we have fixed this problem? Or is this based on, you know, them? Or, you know, we looked at every possible variable to like, how can we make season two run smoother? How can we iron out these creases you know and yeah i just I, dude i i'm loving all the progress we're making and honestly i have very 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 high hopes that season three is gonna blow both season one and two out of the water what are some of those uh suggestions or criticisms that you guys can pinpoint that uh, you've taken and implemented uh say you wanna take that one yeah um, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think, I mean, one thing I was going to, I was going to say before about like, um, you know, things we've, that have changed or, you know, things we've implemented. I mean, everything really is kind of a democracy here. You know, we have a suggestions channel. So anybody, no matter who you are, you know, can suggest, can suggest something in our suggestions channel and everybody in the league can vote on it. And unless it's something really crazy that, you know, we've tried before and it didn't work we'll implement it, um, you know, as long as it's, you know, as long as it has votes, you know, if it's been downvoted 50 times, we're not going to implement it. But, you know, we try to do, we try to do things that everybody wants. Um, honestly, it's, it's really hard to think off the top of my head because there's been so many suggestions and so many changes that we've implemented, but, you know, somebody might make a ticket and say, hey, you know, I've noticed, you know, I noticed this, you know, maybe if it was done this way, it might be a little bit better, you know, and then we go to our team, we talk about it and we say, Hey, okay, that's actually a really great idea that we never actually thought about. And then, you oh. know, then we implement it. So it's hard to, without can, actually looking at the suggestions list. I can uh, give a, a exact example. Um, for instance, during our like weekly league games, uh, we give you kind of a week to, um, get your game time and all that set time and date everything uh you talk 
one manager talks to the other and you guys just determine time. And then there's a lot of times people were waiting to the last minute to like set up the games or whatever. And it would end up in a draw because it was, you know, one team was ready up till then. And then the other team just got ready. So um, somebody suggested uh, teams should have to confirm games by Thursday at 1159 Pacific. Yeah. So that way it avoids last minute games and teams purposely not finding time to draw the game and whatnot. And uh, it was something suggested. It was upvoted by everybody. And, you know, that was just one of the things like, okay, that is actually a great idea. We didn't think of that. We're going to implement it. Some suggestions too, like someone might suggest it and like, I, I won't even do a vote. I'll just implement it. Like somebody just suggested, um, that like you know we like I have a team roster channel and I have all the teams listed and then I have everybody's rosters and every time they give an update like I might do I might update the rosters twice a month because there's so many changes and they update me all the time it's 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 a huge undertaking but somebody suggested um, including a list of the team managers and captains as well so that it would be so everybody could identify who's the manager and captain of every single team I didn't think of that. That's a great idea. So, you know, I said, okay, well, we don't even need to vote on this. I'm just going to approve it. Um, there's, there's a lot of things like that. There's some of them that's really out in left field. And I have to say, we've tried that before. It didn't work. You know, there's, there's no point in voting on it because it like crashed and burned last time we tried it. So we can't try it again, but appreciate the suggestion. So it's a lot of like, it's a lot of just little pieces at this point, just coming together and different perspectives that are, are really pushing this league forward right now. Yeah. 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 Overall, how, how did you think season one went? I personally thought it went pretty good. Um, again, and it was kind of our first time doing this, you know, like, again, we had an idea, but we weren't sure. There were probably a couple hiccups along the way, but again, it's, it, it was a learning curve, you know what I mean? But personally, I think for our first attempt with the kind of numbers we had at the time, like the numbers of players compared to the numbers of like staff and other people, like I feel like we did really, really good. Um, I I agree. I mean, like, you know, like he was saying, you know, it was kind of the first one. So it was, you know, trial and error. And, you know, we always, we make note of things that went wrong. You know, maybe, maybe this week somebody had difficulty with this. So we make note of it and then we discuss how are we going to fix it? And is it something that we can fix immediately or is it such a big change that we would need to fix it? next season can you know can we play the rest of the season out with it being like this is it like a critical issue that needs fixed right now or is it little you know and I think honestly I think a lot of the stuff from season one we fixed you know but it's just trial and error sometimes with a lot of things and sometimes you fix things and then it breaks something else and you know it's it's trial and error with a lot of stuff Changing over to the tier system really helped a lot. So that was a huge thing. Just in general, what, what has been the most challenging part of um, starting season one and, and not really knowing how to do it and just kind of chugging forward as best you could? 
Um, I mean, I'd say the most, really the most challenging thing is, you know, making, making the set of rules and standards, you know, trying to make sure we had a respectable season when we, you know, never did it before. You know, some teams had played in other leagues before, not knowing what those teams really felt about our season. Did we stand up to what their expectations would be for a season from other leagues? Were they having a good time? You know, honestly, just making sure we didn't make any huge missteps or holes that people could exploit. I mean, there's a lot of, a lot of things. I mean, honestly, it was kind of anxiety inducing on like (laughs) whether we, you know, whether we, we made any missteps, but I like overall, I think it went really well, but that, that was the hardest thing for me anyway. Yeah, personally for me, um, I don't know, it, it was hard to kind of find that perfect median on like trying to stay strict on like what we need. I, I'm trying to figure out how to wear this. Like with making the rules like as strict as possible while being not a dictatorship, you know what I mean? Like right. we're trying to find a way to keep law and you know have everyone have a fair fun time while still being a community where you can just come have fun like you don't have to worry about the bs and all that but um yeah that was the hardest part for me honestly is just finding that perfect median between being a chillaxed community and having to be strict to give everybody that chillaxed community area that balance of firm but fair yeah exactly exactly so what was your guys's favorite part about doing season one uh for me it was just seeing everybody's like joy and excitement you know watching the because like i play on pc so you know it, it was all mostly the console and like it was just nice to see people happy getting their games casted uh you know, just playing, having fun, still having that kind of competitive feel like, oh, our team's doing better. You better hope you can catch up, you know, to like the second string team or whatever. And, you know, it's just everybody was on their toes. Everybody was kind of pushing each other to get better. And that's what I like about it. Like I've seen a lot of teams that were in season one um, that were like a tier one team, like gold to platinum you know and then now they're diamond almost masters you know and it's just because they learned so much from playing through the league and then they climbed together as a team they met new people and it's just amazing to see people grow like that from something that we created i agree (laughs) (laughs) no i mean you kind of hit the nail on the head of you know what i enjoyed too you know, I like seeing everybody, I like seeing everybody grow, learn, you know, and have fun while doing it. That's the best part. So what have you guys learned overall from the experience of doing season one that you're going to take into uh, season two and season three and beyond? Well, season two is almost over. <laughs> so we're, we're in the middle of season two. Yeah. Um, but I mean, honestly, it's really... I mean, we learned from we learned from some of the little little mistakes on season one, which we implemented in season two, 
and season two, you know, we had some holes that we need to fix, you know, for season three. So, you know, I already started working on the season three rule book, even though that's not gonna, you know, happen. We're going to give a little, a little bit of a break in between seasons. So everybody, you know, has a little bit of breathing room, um, especially since it's going to be around Christmas time soon, which is crazy, but, um, but I really just kind of learning from learning from what made everybody upset collectively in season one and season two and figuring out how to fix that for season three is pretty much what I've learned. <laughs> yeah. Um, pretty much what Seiyu said. And then um, just like a personal thing for me is just like, the perfect like time management like I work a lot of hours at my job outside of here and then like you know I still put a lot of time into the league and into the server so like finding that perfect time management for that is like something that makes me happy because there is a lot of times where it'd be like I'd work come home and then I'm on the league till like six in the morning for like weeks oh, wow. on end yeah yeah and you know it would just be a little crazy now i have the perfect management like you know i can work i can manage and play with my team still scrim still manage and administrate the league and you know help it grow and all of that you know still oversee everything while still doing you know all the other stuff you know have a relationship blah 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 live life and, you know, it's just, I, I'm glad I was personally able to do that, you know? Right. How many hours are you guys putting into this league currently? And how did you guys find that balance of uh, moderating, playing, and, and personal life? Um, I'm online almost all day, every day. <laughs> I had to actually, I had to actually, well, actually, they forced me to take two days off a week. Um, because I wasn't like spending enough time with my family. I mean, I have, you know, I have a baby, obviously, you know, I, I take, I hang out with her. I take care of her, um, you know, but I was neglecting my, my, my husband a little bit um, because, you know, I would get DMs, I'd get pings and stuff and I want to make sure everything keeps running, um, you know, and it's hard because I want to be there. So um, they forced me to take two days off a week. But other than that, I'm on almost all the time. So however many hours that <laughs> that equals out to. And usually, like, um, I have insomnia really bad. So usually I uh, I lay in bed and I'm, I'm on all night, too, until I fall asleep, which is, like, 4 a.m. And then uh, for me, I mean, I play on PC. I have two monitors. So... I always have Discord open whenever I'm on my PC. So no matter what, even if I'm not actively on Discord, I still have it there. So if I get pinged or whatever, if I'm playing like quick play or just some other game, you know, I can just pause it or back out, deal with whatever. But um, I mean, other than that, I mean, I'm always glancing at my phone whenever I can. Um, I don't really keep track of my hours per se. Um, because again, like I, I kind of split it up, you know, like I do, I could probably do like 20 minutes on discord, 
and then go to my game for an hour, come back, bust out an hour, whatever, just chit-chatting with people or progressing the server or, you know, well, however the day folds out, you know. Right. This is I, I work on another podcast called Finding Founders. It's, it's, it's an entrepreneurial podcast, but like that approach you guys had is just like you're always on it. You're you're devoting so much time to it. It sounds like a lot of the uh, the founders that we we interview a lot where who they built like huge communities, huge companies right now. So I definitely say that you're like it, it, it's it, it's not as intense because you guys are actually giving yourself room to breathe. But like you're definitely on a good path and keeping it it growing and alive. Yeah, yeah, and um, I mean, I've always listened to like motivational speakers on stuff like that, and like how to just keep moving forward, get that ambition, and that's the thing. Like you can't just take time off, you know. If you take like, oh, I'm exhausted, I'm gonna take like a three week break or whatever, then like that's three weeks that your ideas are being kind of wasted, you know? And Yeah, the momentum's dead. Exactly. And you just got to kind of keep it going, keep growing. Um, no matter what, If even if you think you have the greatest idea ever, uh, give it a month, somebody's going to come up with a better idea. <laughs> or, you know, if you think you have everything perfectly planned out, give it the game day or how, or, you know, however it planned out. And it's probably not going to work how you planned, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. But it, you just got to keep that positive mindset, keep pushing forward and just kind of stay ambitious. And, you know, like, yeah, find that good median of, you know, um, time in it and then taking a break. But, you know, y'all, if you want it to grow, you got to put that time in. So where is the league at right now? How big is it? How much has it grown? Where, where, are, where is the current progress of where you guys are at? So... I mean, when I joined and like I said, I was, I joined on like the first kind of like bigger recruiting push. Um, It was probably like 200 members, if that. And now we're at 1690, you know, Um, just from. That's a really big jump. Yeah. Just from that, we've grown so much. I mean. Within the past couple of weeks, we've been, you know, growing so much. Um, and we're about to get our PC and starting to go in. And I feel like once that is on the roll, like, it, it'll just be more smooth sailing from there, you know? How many tiers and teams and, and all that stuff do you guys have active and currently playing? Oh, say you. Do you know that one off the top of your head? Um, I mean, I know. I mean, I know we have, we have like over, we have over thirty PS4 teams. I was gonna say maybe, like thirty-five. I think. Yeah, maybe thirty-five PS4 teams. Um, we have. I don't know how many Xbox teams. Xbox and PC are, are a smaller, smaller community. Eleven, twelve Xbox teams. And 12 PC teams. Now we just got, um, we just had another, so, so we went like at the beginning of the league, I did all the recruiting and I did everything basically by myself. Um, but now we have, you know, we have a social media team. We have a recruiting team. Um, you know, one of our admins helps with recruiting and she just did a huge recruiting push and we just got over 60 new people in, um, 
So they'll be put on new teams and um, hopefully we'll be able to build some brand new teams with that. And hopefully there's some Xbox and PC players in there too. So we can start to, you know, build that, build that up some more. So um, this is looking, uh, this is kind of a current thing ish, but a little, little future looking, but um, so this week was the release of the PS five and the Xbox series S and S S and X. Um, how is that going to factor into how you're looking at the league from the future and when Overwatch 2 eventually does come out, if we ever get it, how is that going to factor into how the league runs? Um, I mean, I, th- I think we're just going to have to see, see what happens because, you know, I, I don't really know how that's even going to affect Overwatch, you know, or, you know, I don't know how it's going to affect anything. So I can't really say what's going to happen with that to um oh go ahead go ahead no you no, go, go ahead, ahead. <laughs> it was a- uh to my knowledge um nothing's really going to change for overwatch besides like an engine update it's going to kind of get like a next gen engine and obviously there'll be new heroes but um uh, you're playing the same game on overwatch that you are overwatch 2 i think the only thing that's different for overwatch 2 is like that copy gives you the story mode and all the extra stuff. Right. But the multiplayer, yeah. I'm pretty sure is the same. So I'm pretty sure everything should run the exact same. Uh, the only thing I could think that would kind of change things is once crossplay opens up. Mm-hmm. And that's not even confirmed. That's just a rumor for Overwatch 2. So no, don't nobody quote me on that. <laughs> That'd be really no, interesting I mean- to see how crossplay would affect... Everything. yeah yeah i mean would i would be- say i i would say if crossplay opened up i feel like that would just open up more avenues for us yeah i mean um i think if they did it they would probably do it like how modern warfare and apex and all of them are doing it where it's kind of split between controller players and mouse and keyboard players instead of mm. computer and xbox and ps4 you know yeah that seems like the most fair way to divide it yeah, because that's the only real, like, advantages. Like, controller gets their advantages, and then mouse and keyboard gets their advantages. So it's, it's better to just split them up accordingly like that. But with that, they got to make every kind of Overwatch copy compatible with a mouse and keyboard just being plugged in. Because mm-hmm. I know, like, Fortnite is compatible. You can plug it in. But I know uh, Overwatch, you have to get, like, third-party software to actually make it work. And which in that case, you're potentially, um, I wouldn't say hacking, but you're, you know, using third-party software. You're you not know. playing the game as intended. Exactly, exactly. And what about, like, the next-gen consoles? Because unless there's, like, cross-gen with, like, the PS5 and the PS4, if, if, I mean, they're having some issues with the rollout right now, but, I mean, by maybe early next year, we're going to have some people playing on these consoles. Um and eventually do you think you're going to have to split off ps4 and ps5 and xbox one if the series s and x or what, what do you think is going to uh, happen there well like i said that's that's just something that we have to wait and see because i don't know how you know i don't know how anything really would affect it you know i would imagine that xbox would still be able to play 
with each other because it's still a Microsoft service. You know, I, I can't imagine they would split the player base like that, but I don't know. You know what I mean? There's just so many variables until I learn more about it. I, I'm not really sure, but you know, mm-hmm. as, as it comes, we'll deal with it. I mean, I know like with, you know, Nintendo switch, we don't support Nintendo switch because there's a very small player base. You know, I think even early next year, because I don't think a lot of people have been able to obtain these consoles. I don't think enough people are going to be able to get their hands on one for us to be able to support an entire season. Does anybody want to play Overwatch on the Switch? I was like, does anyone actually like the motion (laughs) control? Because I personally hate motion control. Uh, I've only heard people. (laughs) I've only heard people want to play Switch because they say it's the easy top five hundred. Oh, is the only thing I've ever heard. You just but want is to be the really biggest fish in the pond. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's easy to be top 500 when there's only 400 people playing. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so a, a new story that came out, I think it was last week, that it was really big, was that there are, there are still like, even though everyone says Overwatch is a dead game, it, there are still at least 10 million active accounts still playing it. Uh, including the people who play with this league. What do you think is the appeal for people who play Overwatch? What keeps people still coming back? What keeps you guys still coming back? Uh, What are you looking forward to with the game in the future? I think there's a lot of variables that kind of keep people coming back. Uh, For me, it's just the people I play with. Um, That's a big one. Like, um, I had an original team back in like season two, season three, and there was a big falling out. Everyone went their separate ways. And after that, I was kind of like a lost little puppy, you know, like I lost my drive to play the game because I had Mm. nobody there to like either better me or me to help better. And, you know, that helped me just kind of like once I found the people I play with that helped me get back into Overwatch, like playing, but like this league even helped me get back into it. Cause like for a while I was just, strictly i'm not gonna play overwatch i'm just gonna help like moderate and all that you know do all this stuff and then it's just like i start seeing all these people having fun and you know all these teams being created i'm just like man i want to i want to get back into this so um that was one thing personally for me but i feel like a lot of people like from what i've noticed just people are dedicated to like blizzard games you know uh blizzard has a huge fan base and there's a lot of people that will only play blizzard games and they'll play them for their entire life like for instance world of warcraft starcraft you know um those are all like 10 year plus games that people have not put down and if they do it's to go play overwatch or to go play diablo or you know but um i mean on top of that just overwatch is a it's a very fun skilled game like there's no real other games out there like it. i mean there's paladins but um yeah and um they're there i mean team fortress 2 but um they're just older kind of outdated games uh overwatch is just really good balance has a really good competitive scene and yeah i feel like that's what keeps bringing people back you know um, I mean, I agree. I think it's, I think it's just the people that you play with. Um, I mean, I know that that's why, I mean, when I get a chance to play, I don't really get to play that much anymore because I'm focused, I'm focused on running the league. That's what I said last time. And it's my situation hasn't changed that much. Um, I mean, I, I find time to play in the middle of the night now, 
but um, I mean, it's, I think it's the people that you play with and, you know, I still think it's, it stays kind of fresh for people because they still change things around. They still do the seasonal events. People look forward to that. Um, I mean, personally, that's why it still appeals to me. What's your favorite parts about playing the game that uh, maybe has that changed for you or has it stayed the same throughout your, your career playing? Um, I mean, I've always enjoyed the same things. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty simple. I mean, ever since I started the league, I stopped playing competitively on a team. Um, so honestly, I, I look forward to the events coming out. I look forward to, you know, playing, um, you know, in a group of friends and I look forward to running the league that keeps me going and seeing teams get better. Um, you know, I, I don't have a lot of really in-depth things to say about it, but I, I just really enjoy the game for what it is. I mean, kind of say you pretty much said everything that I would pretty much say. Um, geez. <laughs> trying to think of something that she didn't say. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, she pretty much took the words right from my mouth. All right. Well, where do you guys go from here? What, how do you envision the league this time next year? What, what are your hopes? What are your, your plans? What would you like to see? Um, I personally would like to see our one, our player base, um, like double, you know, I would like for us to just keep growing, keep this momentum. Um, I would also like to eventually, I don't know if it would be in one year, I would hope, but I can't promise anything, but I would like to eventually get us to like, like a prized league, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. And um, now I don't really know how to get there, but that's, that's what I'm trying to work on as like the end goal is to get us to like prize seasons, you know, like even if it's a hundred dollars at first, you know, just something, you know, I want to give back to the people that are playing. So there's like more ambition there. There's something more to strive for. That's, that's really where I'm at too. You know, I would also like to be able to incentivize, you know, seasons and um, do prizes and, um, you know, double our numbers, keep, keep growing. Cause it's nice to see people come and have a good time. And I, I do want to do a meetup. I was very serious about that when <laughs> the Rona is over one day. Damn this Rona. Yeah, right. Damn this Rona. Anything else you guys want to talk about? Anything you want to plug? Um, um say you, <laughs> uh, I don't think so. Um, booty shorts, Torb is the best skin in the game. Change my mind. Anna's best support. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I have mad um, love for Anna. Yeah. So I guess to close out, like, pitch your league, guys. Like, get. There's some people who are in our our listeners who might not play as part of it, but like, pitch it. To, do you get them on? <laughs> Grow that. <laughs> um. If you're looking for a league to play in, uh, if you're over 18, the International Overwatch League is 
here open ready for you to come you can either bring in a full team or you can come in as a free agent and join one of the many existing teams or even have a brand new team made for you um we offer scrims coaching we have various game bots like pokebot waifu bot rpg bot um there's plenty of things you can do here there's an amazing community full of great people um we have a vanity URL, which is discord.gg forward slash IOWL. And um, yeah, you type that in and it'll send you right here. You can even come hang out if you're not sure. Uh, we have a great group of Among Us. You can come play Among Us with us if you want to, if you're not sure about fully joining to play Overwatch yet. Um, we're just a cool group of people that like to hang out and play Overwatch. <laughs> so I think that's a good reason to join. <laughs> <laughs> and we like steak cake. Yes, steak cake. Steak cake. <laughs> All right. Well, if that is everything, thank you guys for joining us this week for the podcast. I really appreciated listening to your guys' perspectives on it, getting some fresh thoughts on this podcast. Congratulations on uh that one year anniversary and almost being done with season two that's a huge accomplishment guys thank you so much i appreciate it and well well uh, thanks guys for also listening and tuning in and we will see y'all next week and be back with news and whatnot see ya Next week, we look at some of the recent moves in the Overwatch League and other Overwatch news. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you like what you hear, please like, rate, and subscribe to us on all your favorite podcast platforms and follow us on all social media at Believe and OWL. Questions or comments? Please send us an email at believeinowl at gmail.com. If you'd like to advertise with our show, please contact our network at Believe.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.